Yeah, this is the one I've not used. The before. mods aren't that hey, difficult. Cheers. To yeah, our come on. Season, season finale. Woo! Okay, you didn't but, the screen. But Sorry, before we that begin, microphone just blew up. Before we <laughs> Everybody's begin, ears just... read that. No ad living. I apologize for being pressured into a land party, and I apologize for graduating and celebrating it with my family. These lesser matters should ne have never come before the podcast. All right. Yeah. I thought that's out of the way. Welcome to Brian's Wow. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. This is Caleb. The reason why we haven't had one for two, two weeks. weeks. <laughs> and, I, and I'm Andrew. I do regret it, but... I've been here. <laughs> we just haven't been recording. And I'm Brian, the owner of the attic. Mm-hmm. But not really the owner. So, I do... Good did enough. you have anything to say? The, I have, the I have, steward I have something I've been sitting on for three weeks. Yes, you have. <laughs> you, you, you started, like, the same week that you said that you had the land party. You also said uh, that you had a topic for the podcast uh, and then canceled. No, <laughs> I felt so bad. You know, those finals I was studying. I mean... Yeah, so the, why don't you... Uh, had to make him all sweaty for reasons other than the... And the hot being. coffee. We're drinking the wrong <laughs> we're drink. Drinking, for this. We're drinking, like, yeah. we're drinking hot it's like coffee like in a hot It's degrees up here. Well, yeah, yeah, because it's like 70, like low 70s I out think there, whenever so I, definitely whenever I walked up, it, it went up to 85, but, you know. You're not that hot, my dude. Listen, the Hawaiian shirt does some good things for you, but it's not that mm -hmm. good. Yeah. Anyway. Also, let's not forget that Straight his up. pants limit him. Oh, yeah. that's true. That's Straight true. Up. They pants. have pockets. You know. <laughs> Yeah, he, he, he had to take his belt off because the queso carrying was some precious cargo. Yeah. <laughs> the queso? The queso. Yeah, yeah I got a thing of queso. And we're just gonna let it so, sit up here and boil. So anyway. So okay. So I saw this, and it's very like I don't want you to poke holes in this. Oh, I shouldn't have said that because now I got of your way to say this is stupid. Um, talking to two professional. Poke pickers. Hole pokers. Zip pickers. We're, yeah. we're pickers. No, no. So I almost said poke holers. <laughs> so like, people value um, success in different ways. Some people value it through the relationships with other people. Some people value it through their personal accomplishments. Some people value it through their contribution to their local community. And I was just going to say, it sounds super businessy and boring, but I was going to say, I was thinking about it. I think I really get my value like in see success in my relationships with friends and family and other people in that range. But I was curious what your guys's uh, like determination of success was. Like, you said you, you see yourself as successful or accomplished in your relationships with other people, right? Yes. Is that why you're leaving us? Wow. <laughs> no. That's why it's hard to leave. <laughs> oh, okay. We're just not important enough to make him stay. Right, right, right. I get oh, not we should announce at the beginning of this podcast, this, it's not the last podcast. It's a it's, season finale. Not it's a season finale. finale and, Unless we get canceled. Um, the network's been I just remembered. I, I just remembered a uh, topic that we need, we, we simply must <laughs> discuss. It's of the utmost importance. Um, but yes. Yeah, Caleb, Caleb's moving. Oh, other announcement. It's actually unrelated. Do you have any ropes? Caleb moving doesn't actually matter. Affect. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Caleb moving doesn't matter. Him leaving doesn't matter. We are unaffected. You know, I thought about preparing a note saying how much I appreciate you guys and then reading it live <laughs> on the podcast, but I'm glad that I was too lazy to do that. <laughs> I'm glad you, admit, you admitted it was because of your laziness. Mm. We call that a sick burn, but we don't actually care. <laughs> wow! <laughs> 
It's already hot enough up here without your burns. <laughs> my hot coffee the burned area. So there are a few things that oh, I guess this is kind of like end of podcast things, but I'll cover it at the beginning anyway. Uh, we're going audio only, so there will be no more looking at these beautiful faces. Two beautiful faces and one face that's leaving. Well, four faces, if you include our (laughs) face bowl. (laughs) We'll have him replace Caleb. Oh, sure. Oh, man. You'd be a more dynamic guest, honestly. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, we'll we'll be silent for a few months, a couple months. Mm, Should be back in August is the plan. Any other house? Not for 400 years and then speak. It's random. <laughs> I know he's referencing something. I know. The 400 years of silence. Oh, okay. But, so, yeah. are there any other housekeeping no. items you want to... Yeah. Uh, I, d- I don't think so. Those um, religious folks will understand that reference. Maybe you know. All the Catholics. All the, yeah. ca- all the Catholics <laughs> out there. Yeah. yeah uh, you understand. So, so Not the Mormons, you but the Catholics. You had an actual response to his question. And your question was... Where, so how do you I, define success? Yeah, or where do you find success in your life as far as, like, different people find it in different things, and I find it in my relationships with people. Not, like, the friendship itself. Well, yeah, actually in the friendship itself. Like, if I have a really good friendship, I'm like, I feel like I'm doing successful. Or if I have a lot of good friendships, or a couple good friendships, I'm like, well, my relationships are succeeding, so I don't... Yeah. The other stuff's important, but that's what I value. But... <clears throat> I would consider my own form, my own valuing of success to be from dedication. Um, Results are important, but Mm -hmm. I think that results, the kind of results I'm looking for in life will not come through half-hearted measures. And so I know that if I am giving my all, that success will come. Mm -hmm. It might not be today or the next or in a week, mm-hmm. month, whatever, I might have to delay it for years even. But if I am giving my all, if I am setting myself aside for this specific purpose, I know that I will be successful. Within reason, obviously. I'm never going to be president. You're going to be States. going to the moon? Please or not. Mars, rather? <laughs> First the Chinese rover, then Andrew. So, Elon sorry. Musk, send me to Mars. Yeah, I think it's Musk. Big, big, big Elon Daddy Musk. Musk. Big Daddy Musk will send you there on Dogecoin money. Anyway. Elon Musk. He does, he names his car company Allah. <laughs> Allahu Akbar. Um, so, but dedication to task and someone running an Allahu Akbar into a crowd of people. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> so is this the one we're getting canceled on? Is that yeah, why it's our yes. final episode? Final episode of our <laughs> show now. <laughs> If you don't see us for a couple of months, <laughs> call the CIA. Um, the bomb's gone off if you haven't yeah, seen yeah. us in a couple or months. Maybe they're the ones like, taking us bomb's down. gone off know. in a public place if you haven't um, seen us. We are nearby. Anyway, continue. I don't know. Ignore everything he said. Just That's probably a good idea. He's not going to be here anyway. Yeah, he won't. Uh, uh, I get started going. early. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to shed a tear in my coffee. Maybe it'll cool it down. As long as you don't shed more saliva uh, on the edge of the cup. I figured the coffee would be going up into his coffee. That moment's immortalized. For you the licking the mug yes. or you spitting yes. coffee in your eye? No, me or both. both. <laughs> <laughs> and me throwing a pan of a t-shirt covered in ketchup. It's dried ketchup. Dried ketchup. It's month and a half. Was it really all that dry? I don't know. 
It was. It was pretty moist. I actually don't remember looking at it all that much. <laughs> I, all I remember is your visceral reaction. I remember the rot smell. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I don't think ketchup I can rots. imagine it. Okay. Uh, does ketchup rot? I'm sure. So it do you find success in ketchup covered tomatoes? Tea, but there's but there's mold or rot. Oh. Do tomatoes are rot those or mold? Two different things. I consider them. That, like they're in the same family of decay going bad <laughs> yeah yeah but like what's really bad is alfredo sauce it's gone bad i mean think mm. about it pork gets trichinosis and then beef gets e coli i guess is e. coli and trichinosis well, aren't mm. the same thing they're both bad right though. right so you could get both if you mix spoiled products i've never thought together. about the difference between rotten mold <laughs> technically yes i wonder why i wonder how many viruses you get by one bite of food if you're really planning on like only, only you on what for one bite of food how like long viruses. He, he's trying to min-max the amount of How many? Uses. He's trying to <laughs> min-max the amount of diseases like, he can. It's, can it's get, like in a video like, game, like whenever the, the you mix together with like, your apothecary Man, kit. I would add malaria to my salmonella, but they cancel each other out. No, no, <laughs> yeah, you're making a potion like in a video game where you add all the rotten you're, flesh. You're specifically uh, thinking of, of Lamar one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seeing yeah, as yeah. a lot of the symptoms overlap. Like, Your intelligence does, does one lie. get canceled out because the symptoms of other ones eventually get covered? And like, now, no, no, Sunday, no. Sunday, Sunday, cage match. We have maybe not trichinosis versus. Well, enough of it. No, see, see, I was about no, to no. say versus AIDS. But... <laughs> <laughs> see, see, you have to eat something different for that. See, the thing is, the thing is. It, it, eating that concoction wouldn't make your intelligence go down. Your intelligence was already pretty low to begin with because you made that and then ate it. Yeah. Would any of them give you plus strength? No. Mushrooms, maybe. Rotten mushrooms. That was a vague Mario reference. Uh, Mario! Not rotten mushrooms. Oh. Moldy mushrooms. Tangent. Mm. But wait a minute. Mushrooms are already fungi. Whatever. Wait. Keep going. You Tangent. like tangerines? No. Just, all right. All right well, keep going. Yes. Keep going. Right. Okay. No. Shut up. Tangent. Right. It's pronounced Mario. Mario? Just People kidding. say Mario. Mario is so annoying. Based upon the way Mario says it, Mario. But that's just like an Italian Italian way of saying Mario. Yeah. Like, no other... I mean, it's rare. But Italian, to my knowledge, does not have an ah sound. Mario. Yes, the way they pronounce ah is kind of ah-like. Mm -hmm. Mamma mia! The pizza. But anyway, I'm, I'm <laughs> splitting hairs. <laughs> but it annoys me. And... A lot of Canadians. My one friend pronounced that way. Or the other day, oh, they're Canadian. That's the other day, I told somebody. You just, you just explained everything. <laughs> the other day, I told somebody, man. I still haven't said what I define, how I define success. Continue. <laughs> Tap the table. The, please don't. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> right. Like you keep smacking it. It's, it's table ASMR. <laughs> ASMR. Yes. People just tune into our podcast for the table tapping. Like, oh, listen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. Do it. That that'll be especially. I'm trying to make it whistle. Oh, no, right. I thought you were you trying to a smaller uh, opening. For what that. kind of sicko would listen to an ASMR where somebody's sipping? That would be a lot of people. Where somebody's sipping, like a cup. Yeah. Yes. I actually know a guy who does. It's not. It's not ASMR, but it's actually a pretty satisfying sound for an audio-only podcast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there is a guy who does. He he. Uh, he so we're gonna start our first. We'll get episode. to my success. He has a, my definition of success later. After this. There's a guy who does a podcast and like he he does it while he is uh, drinking and every so often he just takes a sip and he like, he makes it very pronounced and apparently the audience likes it. So he does look like Shaggy with that shirt though. That's basically that's what yes. that reminds me. Of. So it's not even the right color green. No, it's not. So what? How do you define success? What? I disagree. It's a more. I've seen Scooby Doo in the last week. When Shaggy was the last a, time you've seen Scooby Doo? Shaggy has a more saturated 
green. It's, Shaggy's green is almost like the the audio bar of that computer screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would say. Yeah. Or, or even this. The green of the table. This green. Yeah. This is all of I just realized if somebody's colorblind, Shaggy's they're going to hate this podcast. Shaggy's shirt is this green. If, if somebody's Ish. colorblind, they're going to hate this podcast. Completely different. <laughs> they're going to be like, that? they're going to be like, what are you talking about? That's blue. Oh, it's a Dungeon Master's guy. <laughs> 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 Satan worship occurs up here. Uh, wow, look at that thing. I think it's the first edition. Look at that woman. Does he have Wonder Woman in his hand? No, wait. Yeah, it's... No, that's it's, Jane it's, from King Kong. It is AD&D. It's like... Wow. I, or maybe that's second edition. What's up with the coffee stain? Coffee. Coffee stain. So anyway, how would you define it's success, that, that... Mr. Brian? No idea who those people are. Steve Signed on Martin? the side of the cover. Anyway, shout out, shout out to I you, define Martin. success. Well, okay. Where I, do you I, find it is the better way to phrase the question? Because defining success is like the lame question where you'd have it on like a job interview, and I can speak to that. But uh, I'm not sure how exactly I would define success. What I thought of when you asked that, like, I guess you could say success is, you know, satisfaction in life. You know, it's defined by each individual person. Yes. You know. Each individual person defines the, what success is for them, um, and so generally speaking, it could be equated with satisfaction. Mm -hmm. So I find satisfaction in life when I feel like I am making progress, mm. um, like some kind of. But yeah, well, that, it, I guess it, that it varies get, a to, lot. But to it get more specific, progress in career or progress in it, it's it all kind of comes down to some kind of personal growth. But if you were to tier like like itemize those and then put them in a tier list from like the thing that reaching success in makes you the most satisfied, what would you say? Because that's that's really the question. Because for me, for Andrew, it'd be determination in what he's doing. But for me, it would be dedication. Well, or dedication. I mean, I, but mine, I, I mine guess... would be friendships. Like, if I have a successful friendship and I'm working on it constantly and wait, growing wait, that wait, wait, with wait. people... You just defined success as a successful friendship. <laughs> what makes what makes the friendship successful? The fact that it's a friendship? No, I mean, that the, you understand each other better. Like, I could go into the details about that. Is but... it pure just knowledge about the other person the more you learn no, about them? No, the, it's the about the closeness. Because you don't... Like, for example, if you if you go out to eat the with somebody for one time... The enduring nature of the friendship. Yeah, and, and the intricacies. Because whenever you have a baseline friendship where you just met somebody, it's not, like, super deep. Or, like, I guess that's a good way to put it. It's not super deep. Talking hands. It's, I just like the intricacies. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh... You know, you learn more about the person, and you feel like even without speaking, you can understand how they're feeling, what's going on, you know, kind of the nuance of their lives, and they can read into you, and you feel comfortable to come up to them and talk to them about stuff that you wouldn't otherwise talk to somebody who you just met and became friends with. So, kind of the deepening of those bonds is what I find to be like, <laughs> Sorry. the main thing that's provides success in my life. When, when you were talking about... Uh... Like, you could talk to somebody about something you wouldn't otherwise talk about. <laughs> I have malaria. <laughs> it's just like I have sharing. Well, okay. Just kidding. Confession time. That was the actual first one that I thought of. <laughs> but I decided to go with malaria rather than AIDS. <laughs> like, I just picked up a needle on that camping trip this past weekend and uh, <laughs> put it in. Yeah. Anyway, continue. 
When are you moving? <laughs> well, I'll be moving in the move. hospital pretty quick. <laughs> I'm not but helping you move. Have they come up with a cure for it? Just kidding. They're not gonna. <laughs> anyway, continuing. So, if you were to rank order I mean, your different things that you found success in, or have found like, like, is it your relationships with other people? Is it furthering well, again, your career? Is it your like? I can be happy and satisfied in life, depending on, like, in in different areas. Like, I can generally feel happy and successful um, so long as I'm making progress, but it's not one specific thing that I'm making progress in. It's like self-improvement. You know, um, you could argue it's the bettering of my own circumstances. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, at times, it's like, oh, I, I don't have a lot of time to, you know, learn more things, but... I feel like I'm making progress at my job, and I might get promoted soon or something like that. Well, that's how to have a balanced life because you hop around if, those areas. If I feel like I'm stagnant, stagnant in my job, at other times it's like, oh, but I am improving and like expanding my knowledge in this area, or I'm improving in this skill. So that's that's, so that's why I call approach. it. That's why I yeah. just say progress in general is that I I feel satisfaction from any one of those things. But not, but it's not consistent. Like it's not like oh, there is one of those. But, but what? Which one do you think would is consistent all the let's time? Let's look at the. There. So that's the positive. But like, like as maybe another way to phrase the question would be like, if if one of those things were to fail, what do you think would affect you the most? Because that's another sign of like you know, uh, is marriage? it because you? Well, for me, it's like family and right, friend right. friendship. So for me, but, but, if I lost them, then that would be more catastrophic than losing a job. And I like I mean that emotionally, not not as far as physical circumstances, but just as far as like the emotional toll. If I was to lose my friendships with other people, then that would be like debil debilitating. Is there that why come. you're leaving your friends? <laughs> well, I really don't. I'm gonna be close. I'll, I'll get him to quit before you. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was wondering. I, I'm wondering if if you were thinking of like what that I would be saying that like as you were speaking those words, like yeah, my friends are way more important than a job. Okay, Mr. Mr. I'm leaving my friends for a job. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, I, but I'm still going to be friends one, with you. There's one thing that we can probably count on. That will probably get molested a whole lot less. This is true. <laughs> I'm not sure if I would. Uh, I came up with a bad joke, but continue. <laughs> I'm afraid. I think I know, basically. Let's, I, I know I enough of, of, of where his brain was going. So keep going. <laughs> Is this podcast going to be censored? Are we going to have the 18 plus warning attached to it? My parents were disappointed. Already <laughs> it already does? I don't know. Oh, probably. I was going to say we've already talked about AIDS. <laughs> and dirty needles. <laughs> this is great. This is exactly how I wanted the final podcast of the season to go. I want it to be off the rails crazy. And that's what's happened so and far. terrible? I'm finding it very enjoyable. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, but I. Oh, well, I, to, I mean, go, I do place a very high value on people. Okay. Um, and and relationships. I'm and not trying to pigeonhole you, but. but uh, again, I guess I do have Olivia for that. I know she's not going anywhere. Um, and so I don't know. Well, I'd say that would be it then. Your relationship with your wife That's would probably the, be the most valued, the valued yeah, but thing that. 
Like oh, how you I, define I guess, success is. I guess being married and having Olivia doesn't always stop me from feeling like a failure at times. Oh, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> hey, you're ahead of me on that front. <laughs> so. Yeah. You're ahead of me too. Sorry. Yeah. Kind of spacing here for a second. I mean, I am. I guess now. I, I'm sorry. After you said I that, I can't help but agree with you. It's very hot up here. Yes. Yes. Very hot. So. Uh, I was going to say, speaking of hot things, I want to move on to our next topic that I want to talk about. The Sahara Desert? Me. Andrew's chest? I don't know. I, I felt I felt uh, it was time for us to answer the age-old question of, Caleb, why don't you tell us about Vulcan mating rituals? Oh, cool. <laughs> but, oh, probably but, not. but I didn't, I didn't prepare. Just the, go off uh, the cuff. Do, do, have you, have you, well, first of all... Wait, do, wait. You call yourself a Star stop. Trek fan. Stop. And you I'm... have to prepare before talking about it. I, I no, but I just can't remember the name of the ritual. Oh, That's it what's... doesn't matter. Oh. Ponfar. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We've come so far. The person who doesn't watch Star Trek at all, who's seen literally one episode. <laughs> no, no, no. Or was it two? I don't one. Know. It was one. I'm so literally excited. one episode. I'm so excited that, and I'm so glad you knew that. I can't. No, I've been I watching Star Trek. That's actually that's technically yeah. I've been that's watching Star Trek. Our next episode that we're supposed to watch. Great. Yeah. So I've been watching. Well, then I'm going to be spoiling it, but whatever. Don't worry about I'm, it. I know what it is. No, no, no but basically. pretty much Vulcans are like salmon in the sense that they have to return back to... Salmon have to return to the original river. You heard it here first. Vulcans are like salmon. And so Vulcans have to return to the planet. Is that analogy planet. used in the episode? I'm not sure. But it's definitely based off of it because Vulcans have to return to the planet Vulcan every eight years. They basically break oh, into seven. heat. No, it's. I'm pretty sure it's eight. And if I'm wrong, then in post... I did this video. You can just completely... <laughs> well, keep going. I need you to say seven. Then I need you to say... Well, I don't need you. You've already said that. Say eight. Seven. Eight? <laughs> say the word eight. I, I tell eight. you to say eight. And you say seven. <laughs> eight. Say it seven. loudly and clearly. Eight. There we go. Seven. <laughs> no, no. He, he wants an audio file to replace... Oh, yeah. Play. You did... Oh, never to mind. I, I messed that up. Let, yeah, let you me said finish. I gotta get my train of thought. So they basically come back to the both. planet Vulcan, <laughs> and um, that's where they mate. But they basically break into heat, and if they don't return to planet the planet Vulcan, they pretty much die. So it's like a natural thing that they have to do. Um, also, a lot of marriages on Vulcan are... Um, they're arranged marriages. So, like, familial... Uh, bonds are important and alliances or kind and of stuff strategic alliances. Yeah, yeah strategic alliances so and it's not considered to political be political marriages and there's actually like an interesting episode of star trek enterprise where t'pol is actually has to marry a guy but he's not really interested in it because on the ship she's kind of been in a, ro a romantic interest for trip tucker and so it's kind of like it's weird because she's like hey trip you can come home with me to like meet my mom and stuff and then it's like she has to get married to somebody else during that episode. So it's like, oh, man. Because everybody's kind of like tripping to Paul or like actually a good couple. Which is so, to say something for Star Trek. Because a lot of times on Star Trek when people get together, like... It's going to be a while before you watch Next Generation. But at one point, Deanna, Troy, and Worf. Like... Uh, that's weird. And it's weird. Because it's like... that. I never would have seen that. And it happens first in the alternate reality. And you're like, oh, maybe it'll work there because it's the alternate reality. But then when you see it in the actual reality it's like or the mirror universe sorry when you see it in the actual reality you're like this doesn't make sense at all but anyway um but the episode kind of addresses that issue because she doesn't want to get married to this guy 
because it was just set up and she's going to be in Starfleet. So she's going to be flying around with the Enterprise and humans. So it's like she's not even going to be able to be on the planet with her husband. She also, there's an episode where a virus causes her to go in a pond fire early. And so basically they have to restrain her on the ship because she's going crazy. So, um, anyway, that's the Vulcan mating ritual. Um, and, but you can challenge the Vulcan marriage ceremony if you get into combat. Um, well, and isn't it, it like, don't you, doesn't the Vulcan have to have like some kind of strong connection with the person? Well, there's a mental connection, like right. a telepathic connection that is established. Right. So it's not them. like, oh, they just need to get married to somebody. It's like, no. it's, <laughs> well, well, I guess I was kind of like Twilight. Let, let me rephrase where it. The werewolves imprint on people. Yeah. 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 What are you it, talking if about? a Vulcan Weird. mates with somebody, they that. imprint and have a telepathic connection with that person. So, yeah. um, and that even happens between Vulcans and humans. It's not exclusive. It's, it's whoever the Vulcan mates with has that. So, there's the explanation of Vulcan <laughs> mating rituals, um, which Andrew was clearly not invested in after he gave his one nugget of Star Trek wisdom at the beginning. Bonfar? Bonfar, yeah. yeah. Um, well, but it's a very weird episode of the original series, and you're going to have an interesting time watching that, let me tell you. Well, as we already learned from Caleb, it's going to be very awkward for me and Olivia. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't catch it like like or I didn't know that that episode was specifically about that when I was watching through the series so I was just like watching like all oh, these fun episodes of just like craziness and stuff and then I'm like oh why is Spock getting sweaty <laughs> it's like and I, and I was so confused I was like why is he trying to well I don't want to spoil the episode but it's just like when, you just wonder what he's doing and why he's doing it and then when you realize it you're like oh. see what the description he and Roddenberry was a uh, what'd you say what did you say? Gene Roddenberry? Is that what you said? I didn't say he was a interesting guy. Wrote some interesting oh, yes. episodes. When it came to the description of Ponfar, I just... Okay, that's fine. When when you uh, brought up Twilight and you talked about the imprinting... <laughs> I haven't seen Twilight, so I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't know werewolves imprinted on people. It's, it's a thing... Unfortunately, like, that reminded me... Have you guys heard of, of, a, of a... I guess you could... Oh. I don't know. Taylor Lautner's shark That's the boy. weird part, because what happens is that... Spoilers for Twilight, <laughs> in case anybody knows. And <laughs> he's, he's, he's a were shark, man. This is the only role he's ever had. Taylor Lautner's like, never done anything else. So all he's, he's going to be known half, for when he half dies... Half-animal... Hybrid? Every, every single thing. Role. I used to have a crush on Lava Girl when I was like Ew. a little kid. Ew. How about like were shark, but like he turns into a shark on dry land and he just dies. <laughs> he no, he's a no, shark no. in the water. Even better, he's, he's a wolf he's, on land. He's a wolf, he's a wolf but it has, he has gills. So he dies when he's on land. That's what it is. So you can only breathe underwater. Anyway, I, I, wasn't ex I wasn't imagining that I would allow you to go forward with this description of imprinting, but you might as well just keep going now at this point. Yes, well, so what happened... So, <clears throat> obviously, everybody knows that you've got the love triangle from Twilight. Yeah. Edward, Bella, and Taylor Lautner. Jacob. Uh, oh, that, that was his name, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm pretty sure that wasn't his name. <laughs> and Bat So, Batman, Shark Boy, and... Uh... Batman, Shark Boy, and Snow White. No, no. What yeah. else did she do? <clears throat> she did something else, didn't she? Something that was, like, more notable than, than the playing as Bella. Well, I, I thought Stewart. it was... Her name was Christian Stewart. She was on, um... I thought she was Snow White and the Huntsman. Well, she was also uh, she, was. Yeah, she yeah. also played a role in Charlie's Angels. 
Yeah, but I was, I was thinking about that too. Also, Patrick Stewart was in that movie, Obviously and not that the older one. I was no, like, no, 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 no. Like, <laughs> that was the movie where it's like Patrick Stewart's just cashing in now. I'm like, this well, is yeah, so. I thought so the emoji sad. movie was Patrick Stewart cashing. Yeah, oh, that was that. Yeah, that, was yeah. that was another one where I was like, dude, stop! You're literally playing poop, so you're literally soiling your legacy. It's like, and it's like, what do, mean? Of, what do I think of this movie? What character did I play? Mm. He played. It's the only thing worth playing in that <laughs> movie. But he least. did. He did say, or I mean, people did say he was the best part of the movie. But then again, if a turd <laughs> emoji is so, the best so part of your movie, so talk to us about this imprinting thing. And after you're done, I have something to talk about. So, um, have you? Imprinted? So the imprinting is just what the werewolves do. It's it's how the, it kind of determines the person they fall in love with. Is, um, is this a conscious decision? No, no. It's like instinctual. It's you. It's like love the, at first sight. Yeah, it's it's okay. werewolf love at first sight. Um, <laughs> Who wrote it, that book series? Stephanie Meyer. Yes, she's Mormon. Um, really? No wonder. Yeah. No way. Wait, still Mormon or former Mormon? Oh, or f- shut up. <laughs> Dance party. <laughs> former Mormon or current Mormon? Um, I, I, I assume current Mormon. I don't know. It's See? been like 10 years since she wrote the book. Okay, I have to interject no, one thing. No, uh, no, no, no. Um, Brian is going. Let, let no. Brian finish. So, Edward and Bella, they get married. <laughs> they have a kid. Yes, a vampire and a woman can have a kid. Sure. It's He's technically a human, just afflicted by vampirism, right? Well, but or is that, is technically it, is, is vampires it, it, are dead. Oh right! <laughs> Don't you know? And oh, wait, is that is that how it works? Technically, their heart doesn't pump. Oh, and Taylor Lautner so caught lupus. That's about as far into the details as I'm gonna go. She got bit when she was giving birth. That's why she lived. No. Oh yes, yes. That's why she lived. She was not a vampire at the time. Oh, so she's anyway. a vampire now. Anyway, long story. Sh- yes, oh. she ends a vampire because that's what she wanted throughout the whole movie. And but so Ed- the, the, Edward, is their kid, Edward is her kid a vampire? Oh, they're, they're like, kid, they're kid I don't to, know precisely what her kid is supposed to be, but their kid has like, to grow up before they can turn that kid into this, a vampire. It's and this it vampire dies. human <laughs> hybrid, um, and uh, Jacob imprints on her when she's a baby. But because that is because gross. because she is a half uh, vampire, half human hybrid thing, she grows really fast. And so she's like 18 by the time she's a year old or whatever. Wait, so the werewolf imprints <laughs> on Bella's daughter. Yes. Oh, that's weird. I saw, who, that, I saw that little baby and I thought, <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, nature was. Yeah, you can't blame the man. You can't blame the werewolf. The half werewolf. You can't blame the kid. You can't blame the kid with lupus. <laughs> 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 it's like anthropy. Um, so use the Mario version. Uh, yeah, um, and to make matters so to make up, matters worse, they named the kid Renesme. Ew. A combination of the name Esme and Rene. That's jumping the shark. Why? That's jumping because the baby. It was those, like relatives of theirs. Uh, it was like your your <laughs> grandmother and my grandmother. Actually, was that in the movie though? Like I, yeah, I have a coworker. That was in the last movie. Where yeah. he fell in love with well, like remember their daughter. They split, they split the last book into two movies. Yes, yes, yes. As was that uh, was the, the trend. trend. Yeah. So Mocking who died Bird, at the end? Uh, the Hobbit. The Hobbit started it. 
No, no, wasn't it Harry Potter that started it? Oh, you're right. Yes, Harry, Harry Potter, Potter started Hobbit. it. With good reason. With good reason. Harry Potter... But it still did it. it. It it showed that, hey, you can do this. Then, then <laughs> Hobbit, then... And you know, oh, and you know that they did it first because then, they did it well. Hunger, yeah, but, Hunger Games was Hunger terrible because the last then, book was the most paper thin, I think, of them all when I remember reading Parler's it. Like, it just wasn't interesting compared to the first yeah, one. Yeah, I, I don't. Speaking of really dumb names, I've got a coworker. She says... She's named something stupid. I've got a coworker who tells me that her her friends are expecting... They want. AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What are these about? You just want to talk about AIDS, okay? Okay, Rich Evans. You just want to talk about AIDS. So anyway, there. Uh, she she says that her friends are are expecting, and they want to name their their kid. Like I don't remember exactly what it's Luna something, but like the second name is is the name of a character from the show Supernatural, and it's like. Luna Dean. No, no, no. It's like Mazamanetic or something. It's some demon name. And like they want to name their daughter after a demon. That's not the most, or that's That's the most popular girl's name this year, Luna. So they probably thought they were really original. I I, I don't know if it was Luna, but it was something that was like kind of different, but still acceptable. And then a crazy demon name. And it was like, why do you want to call her? Oh, it was Maz, Maz something, Mazmedetic or something like that. It's just like this retarded name. Magnetic. We've already passed that barrier. Magneto. So when you're talking about the, the whole, going back to where we even started on this. The imprinting thing. Oh, I thought you were gonna say how we define success. No, 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 no. <laughs> you you were, need to keep you were, vampire or werewolves away you from were your. Ta- you no. were talking about uh, how the whole pond far thing made it. you think about imprinting. Yeah, just shut up for a little bit, please. <laughs> I'm, like, I, I brought this up for a reason. Yeah. Uh, I, I asked if you guys had heard of Anne Rice. No, it's over here. You're not getting it. That's not what I was looking for. The, the knives are also over here. I was right. looking for my foot. I uh, lost it. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> so I was asking about Anne. Uh, if you guys knew what, who Anne Rice was. I know who Anne, Anne Frank is. <laughs> yeah, I know who Anne Rand is. Ayn Rand. Uh, Anne Rice is a, is a woman who one's ruled. dead and one's a libertarian. He's also dead. Anyway, was he really an oh. libertarian though? She was an anarchist. More I was gonna say yes. yeah, anarchism and libertarianism. But I want to hear what Andrew has, has to say. So Anne Rice to is Anne Rice is a uh, what? Just to be clear, what? Anarchism and libertarianism are not the same thing. Anarchism I mean, is libertarianism. <clears throat> To the far furthest extent, when you no, look you at mean anarchism, is the lack of rule. No, but libertarianism, like if, it, if we're talking about the political compass quadrant, that quadrant, it well, yes, starts it's going to be closer than this. Might know. actually be more a more palatable discussion. No, I want to hear. Rice. I want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> Maybe we should just continue. On. I want to be, <laughs> be focused in. I'm going to be fine. But like when you were describing, like you were describing Ponfar, and it was like, oh, that's kind of weird. And then you were describing the imprinting, and that's just gross. Does Anne Rice have AIDS? <laughs> She might have. Anne Frank. No, sorry. <laughs> Why is every, every woman with the name Anne is going to just bring up Anne Frank for you? Sorry. Did you like Anne Frank? Do you think she's do you think she's pretty? Is that what this is about? Stop. Okay, so I don't want to get canceled. Where are you moving again? <laughs> when are you moving again? Why? So people can send me hate mail. Not hate mail. Uh, anyway, um, so. Anne Rice wrote a, uh, she writes a number of, like, romance fiction novels, oh. kind of, mm. like, like, into, I want, I don't, I maybe mean, this is the wrong way of describing it, but kind of like the, inte- the intellectual or spiritual predecessor of Twilight. What? Mm. Yes. Uh, it's not the same person, and it's, but it's kind of like Stephanie Meyer, pro- I think Stephanie Meyer is one of her influences, was Anne Rice's The Witches of Brigmore. Uh, and, oh. Yeah. 
and she so like there's one that's, character that's the name of the expansion from Dishonored. No, the that, Brigmore witches. Well, yeah, yeah, or may, maybe maybe Brigmore is the wrong word. Maybe maybe that's maybe some, I'm thinking uh, of Dishonored. Uh, but uh, it's so, it's witches it's witches Continue. of something that begins with B R and I don't remember what I saw. I think my brain auto corrected it to Brigmore. It could, it, it, it could be the Brigmore. Brad worst. Shut up, Brad. <laughs> the witches of Brad. <laughs> no, so Anne Rice wrote the, this this novel. Braggadocia. And there was the, there's this demon called Lasher, and he wants to be like he wants to have his apotheosis in the world so he can you know do evil things. So he he oh boy so he rapes this the, the one of the the, the, the main character of the novel. <laughs> <a> bad time. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what he does is he he, but then he transfers his consciousness to the fetus. So, what? so what? he's making this woman give birth to himself. <laughs> what a messed up demon! So then afterwards, this is weird. So this afterwards, is the weirdest of the three. So for sure. after, I would agree. Like, and like that printing doesn't sound as bad. And oh yeah, and like this is just really <clears throat> gross stuff. And like there's this whole like romance subplot or whatever. It's not with the demon, obviously. But um, I don't or recall. Hunka, ex- hunka. Ex- I don't. Recall exactly <laughs> how how this how this comes about, but at some point, la- the, this demon guy gets born into the world, but he wants an heir. So what he does is he finds because the, the the main get a balloon. The There's main character, of heirs in there. is this the after he gives. Sh- is this after he's born? Yes. <laughs> after he's born. He can't give birth. Uh, oh, that would be double. Uh, that would be after, the woman, after, after the woman he rapes give, gives birth oh, to himself. Boy. Yes. Uh, We're gonna have to clip. Anyway, that that woman is is one of is one of the witches, but she left because she wanted to be with like her her human husband, and like they didn't accept that. Makes sense. So Makes so scarlet lettery. So that no, it no, doesn't. I know, it, I know it doesn't. What are you talking about? Anyway, just, so I mean, yeah. it sounds smart. <laughs> this does, I think, take classic place in, literature. This does, I think, take place like in New England, Pennsylvania. <laughs> sounds like the Great Gatsby, honestly. This reminds me of Les Mis. <laughs> this reminds you of Anne Frank. This is, um... So anyway, this demon finds the rest of the witches, and he's like, "Oh well, if one witch could give birth to me, I'll have to." And he's he's just rapes all of them. What? But, oh my! But the thing is, uh, them receiving his seed like kills all of them oh and like they can't give birth so he like he <laughs> i think he rapes like the the protagonist again to make oh, her give birth to his heir so bad. what happens is she gives birth to his heir and he he dies or something because like, he he's defeated in battle or whatever but then giving birth is so traumatic <laughs> to to the heir that she falls into a coma but but the girl that she gives birth to a daughter who's like a half demon half human hybrid uh of course Apparently, like, grows up super quickly, which guy went around. But like, then, so this is this is the part mm. that, like, after reading the the Wikipedia synopsis, and you might ha- end up having to like censor this out. But the way they wake the lady up from 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 her coma is by feeding her the hi- uh, highly nutritious milk from the daughter's breasts. <laughs> At which point, she wakes up, sees the half human, half demon, freaks out, kills her own kid, and then like. She then she's consoled by her her lover husband who's just like who's still there he's not, somehow not dead and then like they live together and that's it that's the inspiration for Twilight people time for a break I only mentioned the break just because of uh, the audio version that's where I stick the ad hey Ad Astra that's a space movie never watched it and it seemed okay it didn't ever seem you great. Watch it. um. I, I'm interested in like watching The Martian because I heard it's very faithful to the book. I watched it. Is it a pretty good movie? 
standard sci-fi stuck in space fair. It yeah, standard hard science movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like Neil deGrasse uh, Tyson liked it. Things happen. The end. I, I actually heard. I watched a speech about how. Facin- I actually did like a couple of the things that go down. Um, Neil Gaiman. <laughs> yeah, Neil Gaiman's like he wrote American Gods. Bad. Yeah, he wrote American Gods and then good, good Omens, which oh. I want to read Good Omens after watching the show because I do think it's a very interesting and funny show, and I, maybe it's just because I like David Tennant a lot. That's why I was like, He's pretty I'm gonna fun. I'm gonna give it a shot. Um, <clears throat> But uh, very interesting show, and it only had is a limited series event, so it's only like twelve episodes, I think, or not twelve, six. It was only six episodes, which was like very refreshing. Like, I think limited series are cool. So, anyone have a topic or an idea, a conversation, a thing that I mean, comes to mind? I would like to talk about either Lord of the Rings or King Arthur, but I get the feeling that no one would know. All Why have we talked about Lord of the Rings? If we'll, you guys we'll go deep say. down the rabbit hole with Lord of the Rings, I'm going to be out of it. I know that you've been out of it when I've been talking about Star Trek before, though. So so long as you don't say, I'm never going to read it. <laughs> uh, uh, I would never say that about Lord of the Rings. but well, I wouldn't mind talking a bit more about King Arthur. Not, not in the sense See, of like... King Arthur's the one that I just know nothing about. I know I, about it because of Stargate. Thinking more, more in terms of like themes and values that are transmitted through these stories rather than just discussing uh the events of them like just just recounting the events because you can read about that there there are there are actually the, the thing is the arthurian mythos is actually not written by a single person there were like multiple people who who came along and wrote different parts of it and there are people who like there was one it's it's essentially I, i've i've held this position before but i've never stated it here that King Arthur is essentially like not fan fiction because there's no like canon events that someone is just, just like putting their own spin on. But you know, why he gets the sword from different places. He, well, and and why in different events or in in different retellings, different characters are introduced. So, for instance, there's I think in like the original sort of set of stories, the two like main characters are King Arthur and Lancelot, and the idea is that Lancelot betrays King Arthur. By, by sleeping with his wife, Guinevere, or however you say her stupid name. Um, Paltrow. Goop. Goop. Yeah. With Queen Goop. Uh. Queen Goop. Uh, <laughs> Queen, <laughs> Queen, Queen Goop and her food. When you said Gw- Gwyneth Paltrow, I thought you were Pepper saying Potts. she played Guinevere. She's okay as Pepper Potts. I didn't know she but, was crazy. Um, Queen Goop and her food editor. She has a food editor. Well, what does that mean? Worry. I don't know. <laughs> They're like, I'm sorry, the corner of this steak is thing. not yeah. good. We're gonna cut it um, off. But anyway. I, I was, I was trying to reconcile the fact that it's like, no, I'm fairly certain Kira Knightley played Gwyn- Guinevere in that one movie. Oh, I, I haven't seen that movie because you know John, John like loved that movie. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. That's actually a different one. I oh, like the one with one, Russell Crowe. That one's the one with Russell Russell Crowe is great. That's Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! Maybe you're thinking of Kurt Russell. No, no they actually do think that. We no, need, no, we no, need no, to watch. We need to watch the uh, the one of those King, King Arthur there, movies. There, there the was one that the, was historically based, though. The Legend of the Sword. They, well, they tried to do it historically based, like he was a I think, Roman. I, I, think, the, I think that's the, the, the one. That, the movie that John liked. Yeah, yeah. The, the historically based one. The, the title is King Arthur. 
Yes. Uh, or maybe just Arthur. No, it's King Arthur. Uh, King Arthur. Okay, yeah. Where, I need um, to ask him like, which one it is. So oh, what is his out. name? That one looked like it was too heavy on CGI. You know the Pink Panther movie? where Steve Martin? Yeah. Jacques um, Cousteau. I'm getting, I'm getting uh -huh. to why it's relevant. Uh -huh. um, he, he meets a 007 who's basic. He meets James Bond. Mm -hmm. They don't say his name. King um, Arthur? Daniel Craig? played by King Arthur. Oh. Okay. King Arthur is 007? <laughs> yes. Guys, everything you know about the universe has changed. Anyway, anyway, back to um, Arthur. Arthur in, in the Pink Panther, the guy that plays James Bond, not James Bond, um, they don't say he's the guy not who played James Bond. King Arthur in that King Arthur movie. Yes. yes. Okay. But I thought there was a for the life of me, I can't remember his name. He's like well-known actor. <laughs> okay. Well, but anyway, also, Russell Brand. He's kind of <laughs> <laughs> and Russell Brand as, as King Arthur. <laughs> Wait, that's a New Yorker accent. Anyway, back to Arthurian legend. King Arthur was a New Yorker. Back to Arthurian legend. In in the in the original sort of telling of it, Lancelot and King Arthur are these opposing. Like Lancelot is this guy who means well, but he's a lot like Peter, the, the Saint Peter, I guess people would know him as, brash and impulsive, and he does like some really dumb stuff. Then there was someone who came along and was like, no, 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 Lancelot was actually the good guy because King Arthur was. Um, was like un was like like cold and distant to his wife, so Lancelot was just comforting her. He was being chivalrous, mm. and then it went a bit too far. It's like okay. Then someone was like, no, 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 and and they they introduced the character of like, uh, Gawain, Sir Gawain, and Gawain does all these cool things. He's just like the coolest guy. And then another guy says, no, not Gawain, and then he he brings up Galahad, and like these these characters are just being introduced. They're not they weren't mentioned before, and now they are. Like the round table Actually, just invented because they're adding characters. That is something fascinating about this kind of <laughs> myths, I guess we'll call them, is the telling and then retelling. And the retellings are kind of reactions and responses to the ones before it. Because they keep and editing it's like, pretty, like, like it's who, cool who's to in see. the wrong? Was it Arthur or Lancelot? Arthur? Yeah. And, and if you want to know a bit more about this, you can, I'm shameless, not, not, I'm not plugging myself, but you know, just, I'm a lot of what I know about it, or some of what I know about it, came from uh, overly sarcastic productions. And they did an episode on King Arthur. You should check it out; it's pretty good. Anyway, um, not a sponsor. So, so it's no, just no, fascinating to to see what is going through the author's mind by what he changes about the story yes. from before the person. Yes, yes. I wonder it, if the uh, guy who wrote about um, was it Gallivant who slept with Arthur's wife. That would have been Lancelot. Lancelot, sorry. Um, the guy we were just talking about Ga as having Galavant? cheated. You mean that the one TV musical show. TV yeah, show? Yeah, the musical TV show. Gallivanting? Is Gallivanting? No, no, there's it's a show a called musical? Gallivant. Is the entire TV show a musical? Yes. Okay, because I... It's very interesting. I know at the guy least from the Sykes first episode it. was. Um, Wait, what? The guy from the TV show Sykes in it. You're the main dude? Yes. Oh. Um, he doesn't play Gallivant. Does I wonder if I was gonna say the guy. I wonder if the guy who wrote that Lancelot was like a better guy was actually like <clears throat> cheating on someone. Yeah, cheating on somebody. <laughs> he yeah. was trying to excuse his own infidelity. He's like, oh, I'm just trying to comfort. Oh. Well, one of the things that I always thought was interesting was there was an admission that Mordred, and so Mordred actually changes, uh, like like who he is depends prefer... on what. <laughs> what do you prefer? <laughs> I was going to say... Well, as Brian regains his composure... I prefer less dread. <laughs> I can't believe that's what you yeah, interrupted us for. That's, what, that's what's got you doubled over? We now interrupt your program to bring a terrible joke. I was going to say it, then you made me say it. 
okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyway, the uh, hands are sticky. M- Mordred changes, <laughs> and sometimes <Why>? he, sometimes <laughs> he is is a uh, King Arthur's niece, and sometimes <laughs> sometimes he's he's this King. Is kind Arthur. of heat stroke. <laughs> We're all gonna die before the end of the episode. That's why it's the last <laughs> the episode. Grand you can you can tell that my topic is incredibly boring. If you guys are laughing about this, it's not boring. Yes, it's, it just, it's just that the Mordred, tone... your favorite no. character. No, it's just that the tone of the episode was crazy. Is crazy. Well, okay, fine. But so Mordred changes depending on like who's telling the story. He's either uh, King Arthur's niece or his son and his niece. Oh. Because his his sister or Morgan Le Fay is like always his mother, but sometimes Morgan Le Fay is treated as King Arthur's sister, and he had. Mordred by his sister, and sometimes it's just it's just like Morgan the Fae is evil, and she doesn't like King Arthur, so she uses her son to take over the throne and like try and get King Arthur killed. But one of the things that uh, that it always comes down to is while King Arthur is out crusading against the French, you know, as as you do when you're an Englishman, uh, Mordred like stages a coup, and the, usually what happens is that the people like it. The people will just kind of go go along. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, why would they? Why would they like? disobey King Arthur? Why would they turn their backs on him? And one of the reasons given is that with King Arthur there's always war but Mordred prom- promises peace. Mm-hmm. And I think this is similar to uh, in, in the Torah there is a story of, of King David uh, of King David of Israel and one of his sons be the Torah, but... No? What, what, what do they call The Tanakh the Tanakh, okay. Which is the the Sounds first like Gok, which is uh, Klingon. Okay, Brian, keep food. going. Ignore him. It's the Torah. Is the Torah Tanakh. and the Pentateuch the same thing? Uh, yes. Oh. Yeah. Pentateuch is just five. I, I didn't know. I didn't know the Torah was. I don't know the, if it's I, just I, five or like. Five I thought the Torah was what were all were all was all the Old Testament. No, Torah <laughs> is law, Hebrew word for law, and so that is what the first. Well, okay, so so no, he, no, Hebrew no, no, works where you take no, no, the, could... the initials, and so it's, it's Tanakh is basically well, let's not go down the, this too much. The law of the prophets and the, Tanagra. Uh, the writings, the okay. writings. Tanagra and the walls so, fell. So, so the Tanakh. This this would be the, the Ketuvim. Ketuvim. The other writings. Fine. In the Ketuvim, uh, which I can't pronounce, but I don't care. King David. Uh, I don't know if he's like he, he's not he's not like off to war, but Navi. Sorry. In the Navim. No, sorry. Ketuvim. <laughs> I, I couldn't remember the word for prophets. In the Ketuvim, King David is has his throne usurped by one of his sons, whose name is Absalom. Uh, the way it's described in the Ketuvim is that uh, Absalom waits outside the, outside the gates to the king's palace and basically you know, starts holding his own sort of court. He says, oh, you know, you're waiting for the king to, to listen to you. What's your problem? And so he explains, and Absalom basically just, just sucks up to people and says, you know, if I were in charge, I'd rule your way because I agree with you. And and, and it, one of the uh, the verses it says is, thus Absalom stole the hearts of the people. And so it's kind of like this, uh, you know, tr- maybe, maybe tricking is the wrong word, but, you know, persuading people that you'd be better uh, as, as a leader and and once he has has amassed, and I assume like it's like a lot of the nobles. Once he's amassed enough of this of of this power, he overthrows his father and decides to become king himself. I can't help but see the parallels between this and King Arthur with with Mordred, <clears throat> which is why I think that King Arthur is like a composite character of these Roman 
uh, of, of like a Roman general, but also mixed with, he, he later gets mixed with mm-hmm. uh, biblical figures like King David, but also with Christ. And the reason I say Christ is because uh, after King Arthur is mortally wounded, he is taken away to the mystical Isle of Avalon, where he, where he will be healed. And the idea was that he would return in Britain's darkest hour of need to reign for a thousand years. That kind of sounds like the second coming of Christ that's written about in, in the Bible. Um, and I know you were planning on making some quip, and I'm really glad that I just steamrolled on ahead. So go ahead, make your quip now, because I'm done. <laughs> it's less fun than No. Yes. It's fine. Good. <clears throat> Good. You so want to basically, suck. Arthurian legend became a, a sort of cultural, traditional way of relaying values which were important at the time like chivalry bravery but also things that like the church would have liked um in in a sort of like syncretism uh between these uh more pagan european ideals of you know valor and combat with the the values of um being good to one's neighbor and, and looking out for people there's one example i think with Lancelot or with like Gawain where he has to help this old lady and he like hates it because she's old and ugly but like he he kind of knuckles under and says no you know I I should help and he kind of like resolves himself oh he says like it's like uh he needs this woman's help but like this old lady is the only person who can help him and she says I'll help you if you marry me and he's like I don't want to marry this old lady <laughs> but like he says okay fine you help me I'll do it I'll marry you cuz that's the right thing to do and then like on their it says like the end of the story is like on their wedding night she unveiled her disguise and it turned out she was actually a super pretty lady the entire time <laughs> and so they had a happy marriage together Gowan reminds me of Gowron which Gowron is the leader of the Klingon High Council that Worf helps appoint. But I wonder if it was inspired by Gowan with the name. Because a lot of times with different TV shows and series and such, people will look to the names of historical figures or people and stuff and just make it. Because it's very similar. Gowan, Gowron. And also the Klingons are a valor-based culture, so warrior class. So it makes sense that you know, a character that's supposed to be super chivalrous and care about honor would be uh, named after one of them. One of them. I'm sorry. One of them. One of them honorable gays. <laughs> uh, one of them honorable gays. Yeah. Yeah, Galron. <clears throat> what do you not like uh, Star Trek being associated with your precious King Arthur? No, it's uh, he. He started describing something, and I remembered an idea <clears throat> I had, maybe like an hour and a half ago, that I forgot to write down, and I'm trying to think of it. Oh, that oh, was man. <laughs> yes. It's in the corner of your brain. Yeah. Just, just festering. Just gr- hopefully it grows. Hopefully it takes over your mind. Hopefully like a, you're consumed like by this thought. It's not a tumor. It's not. <laughs> it's not a tumor. Is that from something? That's from a Kindergarten Cop. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger has to go undercover as a, oh. as a kindergartner, as a gr- kindergarten teacher. And, and like one of the kids, like he, he describes like having a headache and one of the kids like, oh. maybe it's a tumor. And like one of the most famous lines is, is Arnold Schwarzenegger saying, it's not a tumor. It's not. <laughs> it's great. There's a movie where he gets pregnant. I'm not even joking. Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. It's, Arnold. it's like a comedy. Arnold. Bulging muscles. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you make, you make a good Arnold. You know what's good? Arnold Palmer. Mm, I, could, I mean, I could use some really cold Arnold Palmer right now. Yeah. 
it is kind of spicy up here. <laughs> and that's why we're really taking a break for the summer. That's, that's the problem. Uh, the you, guys, you guys went for uh, spicy Mexican food. I, I went for bland Mexican food. I was going to do pizza. That was my, my suggestion. It's still warm. Where? Like, where? Pizza? Papa Murphy's. Okay, here's a question. How do you guys like your cider? Cidery. Hard. Appley. <laughs> You like it Joe, warm or Joe cold? <coughs> warm or cold? Cold. I'm a cold cider uh, guy ooh. by default. I do like a warm cider when it's fall and it's warm outside, but um, I mean, I usually have it warm. I like it warm, but it, it cider it has this quality that kind of makes it my throat dry. I don't <laughs> dry and scratchy. It's I guess because it's not pure liquid. <clears throat> it's like a solid. I guess I Southerners don't know about that at all because I, it could be the the acidity because mm. like my mom when she level. makes it she puts in like orange slices and whatnot mm. so the citrus i'm gonna get you some cider well technically i think the the uh apples contain a slight amount of acidity yeah probably okay what it's all the cyanide from the the seeds oh oh i was like what where are we what? going what it's cyanide in the apple seeds right or is it arsenic? I didn't know. I that. can't remember whether it's cyanide or actually. Arsenic. There's a, oh, fairly I, certain. It's I did want to mention. Speaking of like uh, TV shows and a small amount and and, and media picking up on <laughs> history, one of the coolest parts about the Stargate series media is media picking up on history. Well, I meant more like TV. They love shows. to distort it. No, but like Stargate, the whole show is based off the premise that in ancient Egypt, the Egyptians like or pyramids played a landed. card game, an ancient card game where. A children's card beast. game. No, pyramids landed, or and, pyramid uh, ships landed on the pyramids, and Ra was actually like an alien, so, and the other ones were. And Ra was a third, was a second-rate duelist with a third-rate deck. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but they enslaved the people. And Sobek said, "Draw your last pathetic card, Ra," and put them across I the he universe. Said, Believe in the heart of the cards. <laughs> and, no, no, so Sobek is Kaiba. Well, Draw your last pathetic card. <laughs> I am no pathetic card. I don't know why Ross sounds like that. Now I feel I like know. Andrew. It's impossible <laughs> to start a topic this dude, podcast. I guess. What wasn't me? Raw is a card. Yeah, winged supposedly. god of Raw, which is weird because he's the winged god of Raw. I know. I, know. I don't know. Raw maybe, had a god. Maybe, you guys yeah. ever played Bakugan? God. You guys ever played Bakugan? I never played it. Let I her watched, rip. I, I watched. Oh wait, that's no. Bade Blade. <laughs> what? That's Bade Blade. <laughs> did you say Bade Blade? Isn't it Bade? You did say Bade Blade. I thought you said Bade Blade. It's Bade no, that's what I thought it was. Bade Blade. Blade. <laughs> Ooh, all right. I never paid attention to those. I didn't watch Beyblade. I did. Bakugan was dope though, because you had the little circle things, and you just chuck them in. Why would that be better than like two tops to like actually hit each other? Top? No, Bakugan it flips open and it's like a creature, man. And you can have the dueling thing. <laughs> what I always hated was like Bakugan stand, like mm. as opposed to what fall over. <laughs> also, I, I misheard as Bakugan stand. Stand. <laughs> like, like, I stand Bakugan. Yeah, no, like that or like who is stand, you know? Out of all those shows, I guess Pokemon's the best, but. Well, it's better than Yu Gi Oh! Also, I'll say this. I, I, I once. Dude. 
No, I grew up on Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh is better than Pokemon. Pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh was, was always super cringy. Okay, did you watch? It season, was awesome. Have you ever seen season zero of of Yu-Gi-Oh? Of Yu-Gi-Oh? No, that was like I didn't watch. There was there was a series of season zero because when it, it was on it, TV, it didn't air outside of Japan. Channel. But oh. like it, it's like Yu-Gi like is, starts yeah, he kills people. <laughs> He's like a fourteen-year-old kid getting possessed by this like old pharaoh dude, and he kills people. It's so cool. <laughs> but anyway, um. In Bakugan, I I once went on like on a kick, of not not watching it because I could I couldn't stand it, but like I was like looking at the at the wiki. I know which is even dumber, but I learned that like their story beats are like almost entirely different from from uh from the ones in Japan. Mm-hmm. Like they change so much of the story, and like these characters are not who we think they are. That, that's why they the, the story, you think they are. That's why the story didn't make sense. Beyblade only lasted like as a cultural thing with kids for very a very short in, like, time. The 90s. Bakugan. <laughs> Lasted like I remember there was a significant like three years where people thought Bakugan was cool in school. Like I'm mm. talking about like younger kids. I don't remember that ever. But then people were that. well, it's not your generation. Yeah, but well, it was my generation for like the for, like the first half of the first mm. season. But then I, yeah, yeah like yeah. Poke- Pokemon had long standing long in Yu Gi Oh. They're both ones that have had like long standing acceptance among. Yu-Gi-Oh! was the people. one that I grew up on. It was the TV show that I actually like looked forward because back yes. when we had well, television. Before the Netflix age difference, guess what show I grew up on? Avatar: The Last Airbender. That was my show. You grew. Up, I mean, no, I, I, I remember when TV. Avatar came out. It was on TV, and I'd watch every episode every week. Yeah, I remember thinking, oh, oh, oh but I remember waiting for season three to come out on TV. But then before it came out, I think we had Netflix by that time or something. This Not is, saying that it was on Netflix at the time. This is probably something but I don't that, like, think you I watched know already. Until Netflix. Mm. This is probably something you know already. But like in the English version of Yu-Gi-Oh, they talk about like what was it called, the Soul Dimension or something, mm. where like his soul is like captured. In oh the car. yeah, the his his grandfather. But like, what do they call it? They call it like the the soul dimension or something, the dark dimension, whatever. Dark dimension it, sounds familiar. It, it, in the actual like Japanese show, no, he's just dead. <laughs> like, dead. Like, like, nice. Like, and and there were like multiple people who get trapped in cards. They weren't trapped in cards. Sorry, they, Yugi, but your grandpa went to hell. <laughs> <laughs> that's, ba- that's basically what they say. Like, yeah, he's trapped in hell. We have to get his. And like, they could still get his spear back, but it wasn't like oh, which, he's which he, makes sense because like if <clears throat> if we're saying that all this Egyptian stuff is real, then it's like they had a, a realm of the dead. Yeah, like, but like I, I think the idea was that oh, his spear wasn't trapped- a rich pharaoh to give money, like take money with him into the, the yeah, afterlife. He, so he he didn't have like a pyramid it, with like a boat in it because <laughs> there was apparently one pharaoh who had like a boat a boat constructed or brought into his his, his uh, pyramid. How but anyway, going to see that. But like, but yeah. I was gonna say sail the river Styx, but that's Greek. No, that's <laughs> Greek. Sail the river Nile. Wait Come a minute. Sail away. So, Come sail so away. it wasn't like a. It wasn't like oh, it, it wasn't like some weird one, po- weird one like a weird pocket pocket dimension made by like the the Egyptian artifacts, and it wasn't like he's literally trapped inside the card, and if like in theory right. you just rip the card and he comes out. No, he was just dead. <laughs> like, 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 somehow like it gave him like a heart attack and it killed him or something. <laughs> Well, maybe if he's trapped, his soul is kind of trapped in the card. Ripping the card would, like, set his soul well, free, no? Well, no. You can't, no, rip, his... <laughs> you can't rip his soul no, in half. No, no, it would he's free. trap him there. It's like the card is his connection to the present world, oh. and the only way to resurrect him is to maintain the card's safety. So oh, okay. it's like that's how you can summon you all these laminators. It. It's that their souls are connected to these cards. If you laminate it and put it in a book... 
A binder. That's that's my guess. I'm just. That make, probably, that, I'm, I'm kind of making that up. That probably sounds better uh, than whatever they came up with. Probably. It's better than whatever. Then it's better than whatever kids WB. I up think. With. So what do you think would be the next evolution of like a card game for kids? Because you have like we my little shot, pony we have card. Top. Oh no! Well, that's all right. That's I fine. Mean, I we, think we were kind of wrapping up anyway. Probably. Yeah. I'm Thank you for sweaty. watching Brian's Attic. We're all You're, sweaty. Thank you for joining this us. Is, on this is this is the, the the transition into audio only. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a hard transition. Thank you for joining us for this season finale of Brian's Attic. There's no point. In I'm Brian. The camera, Andrew. <laughs> I'm Brian. <laughs> what? I'm Brian. I'm Brian. <laughs> I'm You're Brian. Brian. He's Brian. Are there any other Brians I should know about? No, this I'm is out. Patrick. I'm out. I'm out there here. we go. That's a wrap, baby. So we went through a lot. Twilight, Talking Squidward. That's what it is. Author, I can remember <laughs> which specific part because you were using yes. my name. Yes. You said yes. Squidward. I would. Man, I was waiting for someone to pretend to be like Gary so I could be the the realtor. We have so I'm much fan here. mail. In your dreams. More like man fail. <laughs>